um, uh, my cousin. This is back when I was about, you know, 13, 14. Um, my cousin had Christmas and he with this old rigby guitar that um, Dad had picked up in a, some garage sale somewhere. We used to play drums on it. <laughs> he didn't put, use it as a guitar. Had like four strings and you know things hanging off here and there. Anyway, cousin picked it up and tuned it up a bit and sort of it out this um, twelve bar blues and I thought that's what I want to do. <laughs> that's, that's how I got into it. So um, yeah, that's how it's kind of got into music. And, and as far as I guess the uh, the country scene sort of goes, um, were you always interested in country music or is it something that I guess developed over time? You there? Cool. I love when that happens. It's just bloody fantastic. Hi, this is Ben Ransom. Uh, please leave your details and I'll get back to you shortly. Thank you. Yeah, you just what. yeah, you just dropped out there. I don't know. Yeah. Can, can you can you hear me? I'll stand still in the one spot. Is that? Yeah, it's sounding, is that okay? Yeah, sounding a little bit better. You were just breaking up before, but yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah. That sounds yeah. a lot better. Yeah. So as not I was, no, it's okay. So as I was saying, actually, um, about country music was country music something you always um got into very early on, or is it something that you you developed over time as uh, getting to country music? Well, um, no, I, I more or less fell into it. I was sort of nowadays uh, the umbrella of what is defined as music is very broad. And uh, I left Australia. I went overseas um, to uh, perform and and tour around there. And um, I guess my sort of you know natural style of songwriting and, and performing it lent itself more to uh, the rocky side of country. And and that was uh, you know when we came to release the first. Uh, single, uh, the former head of A&R at Warner um, was a fellow that helped me out with that, a guy called Matt O'Connor, he said, you're country, and I was like, oh, really? <laughs> okay. And, um, and so we sort of found ourselves, you know, channeled into that direction. Yeah, and as far as, I guess, your style goes, it's not, I guess, your traditional country, is it? I mean, it's some, some of that, you know, country blue sort of pub rock, is it? Obviously That's the, right, yeah. Yeah, is yeah. it obviously the influence of Australia, and um, obviously you've, you've, as you just noted, you've travelled internationally for a while as well. Did you bring up some, you know, I guess, I don't want to say flavours, but international travel and music, how did that um, combine with country music? Did you learn a lot? Yeah, really, really um, sort of broadened my style musically um, particularly uh, throughout Europe they're mad for music over there and, and it was uh, much like you know travelling the world for your own experience um, uh, the influences that you pick up musically is incredible because they've got so, such a, a, a vast um, array of different styles uh, and you learn to appreciate different things and you do pick up uh, little bits here and there whether it's you know from um, German polka music all the way through to, you know, Scandinavian heavy metal or something. But, um, but yeah, absolutely grabbed plenty of stuff while I was away. Yeah, that is such a, um, a varying in taste and style, obviously. I mean, over here we don't have that same sort of, I guess, culture. You know, obviously in the UK, uh, Europe, obviously, you have so many sub-genres and genres based on each country. 
And as far as I guess the country scene goes, uh, the country blues, pub rock, was that just your upbringing or was that something like your first album? That's that's sort of how you yeah. drive into no, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. It was. It was a, a, a huge um, fan of the the Australian pub rock scene. Uh, you know, the days of Alberts and um, all the way through to you know bands like you know Cultures and Midnight Oil. Um, that was a, a real vibrant pub rock scene uh, here in Sydney, and so I, you know, really. Uh, latched on to that and, and and took that with me but I also loved um, you know the American blues and uh, and things like that too so uh, like I mentioned when I first picked up a guitar it was the it was the you know 12 bar blues that inspired me and so I somehow managed to um, to pull all that together and 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 that's kind of what we get when um, we're uh, you know, playing the live shows, but you know what's interesting mm. is this, this first single from the new album is anything but you know, rock and blues. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask because um, you know, reading your bio, you know, it's like the the standard sort of Australian sort of story, and then this this first music video sort of goes polar opposite to what I think a lot of people would probably associate your uh, your style as this. Night after night, the the story and the the sound is so different. Was that the um, direction you wanted to go, or was it just how it came up in the process? Well, the, 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 uh, based on a true story, and um, and that story actually happened in Colombia, and so there was that sort of Latin influence mm. there, and uh, it it the, when I wrote the song, it kind of lent itself towards that um you know flamenco kind of spanish guitar latino uh feel and we got this guy um from uh new york he's an australian guy by the name of ben butler but he's living over in new york at the moment he stings guitarists and uh and he's played and toured with like people like stevie wonder and you know all these fantastic artists well he actually did the um the spanish guitar on this track and it was when we got the uh, when we got the um, files back um, from New York and uh, and the producer Matt Fell, he's, he's played the the song through for me the first time with the Spanish guitar and I was going, oh my god, that's it, that's exactly what we wanted, and so um, it it really came up fantastically. The, the guys, um, you know, the management team behind me, who to know a bit more about things than I do, said that's the first single, that's what we want. And I was going, Are you sure? It's completely left of field. They said, no, no, that's what we want to do. So that's how it all came about. Well, that's the thing. I mean, this this single, uh, Night After Night, has an all-star cast of people that you work with, um, as, as you already mentioned, Matt Fell, um, Chris McHugh. I mean, that is just an incredible name for those who don't know. He was the, you know, a long-time drummer for Keith Urban. I mean, Rob uh, McNeely, from, who plays guitar with Bob uh, Sieg. I yeah. mean, that is just some incredible names. On a, know, on, on a single. On the weakest, on the weakest link. <laughs> if it falls, if it falls over, it's all my fault. <laughs> I don't want to say there's more pressure on you, but um, when you have so many, I guess, iconic people that work with some of the biggest names of all time, do you, does it bring a certain element of? I don't want to say anxiety because you know you're on the newer front, but it, does it give you confidence knowing that you're working with you know A grade sort of people? Yeah, it, it's. Um, uh, I think you really got to take your A game uh, and um, lift your level of uh, professionalism because mm. these are the, the top guys in their field, and um, you know I don't want to be seen as a as a time waster. And I would yeah. really like 
uh, for for those people to uh, look at me like someone that they would like to work with. Did you get, I mean, um, were you able to pick their brains out over, you know, their their careers and, you know, the pitfalls they've had? Because obviously there'd be a wealth of information. Oh, I wish I could, but you know what happened? Hmm. Um, I was stuck in Australia. Yep. The... Um, Matt went over to Nashville and he's recorded the um, uh, the band tracks over in Nashville. My passport had expired. <laughs> I couldn't go. And, um, and because this all sort of, you know, came around um, fairly quickly, the, you know, uh, we did the uh, pre-production and Matt goes, well, actually, I'm going to go and record this in, Nash- in Nashville. Yeah. I'm going, great, I'll, I'll see you there. And uh, looked at my passport and it expired like six months ago. And oh, no, anyway, so I was stuck in Australia. But the beauty of um, modern technology, yep. I was able to, um, you know, uh, I was on, you know, three, four o'clock in the morning mm. on Skype with guys, and um, and and we kind of did it that way over the period of a couple of weeks. And so, um, I mean, it all worked. But dude, I would have loved to have been in there in the moment and be able to sort of, you know, like you said, um, get some pointers and tips and rub shoulders that kind of thing but uh, you know next time yeah next time as far as I guess picking the brains you've also opened for you know the likes of Tim McGrath supported for Diesel Dow Braithwaite Middle as anything in Moss I mean there's some there's some names <laughs> just a few yeah the, um, yeah the, a lot of the um, supports I did for all those um, bands that I loved growing up it was a, an amazing thing and um, but yeah most recently the big ones uh uh, opening for uh, Tim McGraw at main stage down at Denny Utemuster. And he, you know, he came around and did a low and he was very humble, very nice guy and um, had time for everyone. It was such a such a really nice dude and uh, that was a wonderful experience and it, um, it kind of restores your faith in the fact that, you know, when people uh, do make it big, they still do re- retain some level of normal normality I suppose is what I'm trying to say and so that was really refreshing well that's the thing I think it's I think it's not just Tim I think there's a whole I think the music industry as a whole is very grounded I think you have to be very grounded because you're going to get um, I don't want to say beaten around the bush a bit but you do get taken a lot of shots so you have to have that uh, humility the entire time I think yes, and, country, and country music is all about you know being humble uh, you know coming from small towns or small regions so I guess they always want to keep that sort of humble feeling about themselves I, I totally agree. I really do. And as far as being, um, I mean, going and being around these artists, was it, I guess, um, more inspiration for you seeing that you could be on that stage with them, or did it drive? Does it drive you harder? Like, I want to be not just a support act, but I believe that I could be working alongside these guys in the future. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. And I, you know for the big shows like that you go out there on fire giving it your, your best shot and um, lifting your game and uh, because that's what you want to do you always well for me personally and always aspiring to do better and be bigger and um, you know well fingers <laughs> fingers crossed and get a number one hit or a gold record hanging on the wall <laughs> No, I think you will one day and as far as I guess um, for this upcoming album what can we expect from it? Well, um, there's a lot more there's the rockier stuff um, on the album. The, the, the album is for uh, kind of... Uh, uh, it's the, the themes running through it are, are relationships, 
um, and what is kind of going on in the world. Uh, you know, this was all done before uh, the current set of circumstances, mm. but it's, it's, a, it's quite fitting. The, the album is called Brave New World. Uh, some of the songs in there question, um, you know, who are we, where are we going, um, what's it all about kind of thing. Um, so I uh, uh, still have um, kept some of the country sensibilities, but this is, you know, a real rocky edge to this one. So was that obviously the uh, design for this album, or I guess is this a project you've always wanted to do a more rockier sort of album, or is it just the um, the phase in your life now that you feel like you can be more of an Australian pub rock country sort of style? Yeah, it was more. Yeah, it was more um, uh, thinking. I, I don't want to go out and try and be a crowd pleaser. I would like to um, do something that's uniquely me. And we've stayed away from, you know, intentionally stayed away from some of the um, uh, popular elements coming out. That's very common at the moment. A lot of artists, and you know, for example, they've got you know clicks and claps and stuff going on, and you know, a thousand words jumbled in with one tagline, and wanted to avoid that, you know, yeah. uh, and, and and just give something slightly more uh, raw and honest. No, I think that's um, incredibly different. I mean, obviously during this time and the. <laughs> Title of the album obviously is um, I want is probably a little on the nose now, but I'm guessing you when you know when the project was in development stages that was obviously not the um, intention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's a blessing. Maybe you actually get more sales now. Well, you never know. Hey? Yeah, people are going to be scratching their heads, thinking, "What are we going to do? We get a little bit more entertainment." Yeah, okay, let's buy this guy's album. <laughs> <laughs> And I want to take you back, obviously, from, you know, 2014, which was the release of your first album to, of course, your upcoming new album. How do you feel like you've changed or grown as an artist since that time? Uh, definitely the songwriting has um, uh, grown, and uh, I think the way I approach uh, the whole business hmm. of music, uh, whereas in the past... I was just happy having fun and, you know, going a million miles an hour and jumping around on stage. But now it's sort of, I think, well, actually, I want to say something now. I want, mm. uh, you know, I want people to um, know what I'm about. And so it's, I, I think there's a, a level of maturity that's that's come in since that first album. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. yeah so this this the, the newest album that you're going to release is obviously uh, uh, the the best version of Ben Ransom at the moment. Is that how you want to take it as the maturing phase? This is your third album, so you're a little bit more um, confident in your, in your work and your yeah. style. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, definitely, everything's gone into this one, and so I'd like to think this is probably the you know the definitive album. Yeah. Um, I, I that about the last couple too. <laughs> But anyway, you never stop learning, you never stop growing. No, you don't. As far as a new album goes, it's the, the process of making this album from, I guess, the, the starting point of writing it down from, okay, I want to make a new album. What, how long did this um, project take overall? Uh, so the the actual recording yeah the recording was over a couple yeah. of yeah was was spread over a couple of months yeah. um you know two weeks in Nashville and then um, post production he, he mixing and all that kind of stuff yeah. um you know stretched it out over a couple of months and has been sitting on the shelf um since uh, last year uh, the first single has been ready since September last year actually and um 
sort of you know waiting for the right time to get it out there. But now all the all the ducks are lined up now, yeah. and so we're. Um, I, could, I, I mean, uh, from when we first started it to right now, uh, yeah. I wrote the the album over the summer yeah. um, of 2018, 19, yeah. and then uh, recorded it from April to June yeah. um, uh, 2019, and then so here we are with the first thing. Yeah, and the, and the thing I find really quite fascinating about that whole process is that um, it's really good that you're giving us a bit of a timeline because obviously a lot of people who aren't in the industry as much or don't know much about music is that you know people would ask, well, why didn't you release the, the song earlier? So what for you, on a personal note, is the right time? Is it a gut feel? Is it looking around the whole industry and going, this would be a perfect opportunity? Or is it the marketing team? What is the, the collective thought? Yeah, behind, well, before, uh, with all the previous releases, yeah. we didn't have uh, a top publicist and we didn't yeah. have uh, a real sort of, you know, a digital strategy going yeah. in. There. And that's the difference between uh, then and now yeah. uh, as we have those things in place and we do have those people behind the scenes saying, uh, this is how it should be done. Uh, this is what we recommend that you do. And it's, you just want to get the music out there and go, yeah, this is it, but just get it in, just do it, just throw it out there. Yeah. And, um, the, and the people there's no, you need to do this and this and this. And so hopefully uh, uh, each song is best opportunity for success. Well, that's that. That's uh, as Javoy mentioned earlier on, Ben. Is that um, that's part of the, the business side of, of music. Obviously, a lot of people don't know is there is a strategy in place when, you know, if it was up to us that you'd release your songs after they're ready. Publishers, marketing team go, well, we're going to do it this time because we believe X amount with sales. You know, there's a lot of, you know, marketing and analytics that comes into actually uh, song releases, which I think a lot of people outside of music probably don't understand. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, hundred percent right, and um, that, that's the thing. And uh, like I said, I'm learning every day. <laughs> and, and, as, and as far as learning, which I've, I found really quite interesting about you, is you are a nurse in Sydney. Um, well, that's right. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, I've been called up uh, right now as we speak in the GG at one of the uh, big public hospitals in uh, Sydney, and they're probably sweating on me to get back into, into operating theatre. <laughs> so, um, uh, but, you know, I'm lucky to have something to fall back on during this crisis because um, uh, when it's over, we, we're hitting the road. Well, that's the thing. I mean, at, at this current time, I want to ask you, uh, as someone who's on the uh, front line, and obviously we read the news on a, on a daily basis, and we, you know, particularly what's going on in Sydney, is it, I don't want to say, is it as bad as it is, or is it, are you seeing ex- so many cases a day? You know, what's it like for you on the front line at the moment? But, um, uh, it's tricky, there's a lot of work. Uh, and and there will be a lot of sick people if we don't sort of you know listen to the uh, the health guidelines. Yeah. But uh, I feel like there's a lot at the end of the tunnel. Uh, if we do the right thing, we're, we're all going to get through it, and we'll be a little bit wiser afterwards. Well, that's that's some sound advice. And as far as I guess the music, that sort of must help you as a as a sort of uh, relaxer during the most stressful times in your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's... And as far, obviously, as you were probably hoping to do some touring, hopefully, fingers crossed, we get through this disaster together and uh, you can go back to touring. Is there a chance of doing some, you know, 
at the moment stay at home live streams on, on YouTube? Is there a plan to do that in the future? Oh, yeah, yeah, plenty of that coming. Uh, in fact, um, at the weekend we've got the big um, uh, launch going. Uh, we're going to do some live stream uh, concerts and some bits and pieces. Um, so, yeah, lots, lots and lots of online presence coming. Awesome stuff. So do you have any dates for that so uh, people can tune in sometimes as well? Only just yet, this Sunday, the big launch for um, uh, Night After Night, yeah. live on Facebook at uh, 5 o'clock New South Wales time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, everyone over there in WA can uh, tune in. Um, what, what will that be? That'll be about 3 o'clock, I think. Is that right? Uh, Something like two, that. Two, I think. I think you two, guys... Two, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So come and join the party. <laughs> awesome, Ben. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. And, uh, no, yeah, absolutely welcome. It's been a pleasure, Jared. Oh, absolutely. Take care, oh. mate, and I'd love to get over and see you someday. Absolutely. Absolutely, and stay safe, mate. Thanks, man. Cheers. Bye. Bye.